Welcome to episode number 195. This is actually 195, unlike last week when I said 195 and it was 194 of the Canadian Prepper Podcast. Uh, we are recording February the 19th, 2023. My name is Eric. I am the host of the show based in Southern Ontario, hunter, target shooter, uh, ham radio operator, and computer geek. As a first responder, witnessed an over-reliance on emergency services during major events, started a small preparedness company to help people get better prepared for at least 72 hours, if not longer. And I'm Jeff. I am based in Central Ontario. I'm a target shooter, ham radio operator, general overall handyman, and weather nerd. I'm Brad. I'm in Eastern Ontario, part-time amateur prepper, He's constantly trying to better himself. My name is Pierre. I'm a tactical beard owner, based t-shirt guru, government critique, and a wannabe amateur prepper. We want uh, want to help support the show. All right, let's try that again. <laughs> want to help support the show and keep the Canadian Prepper Podcast on the air? Buy some swag. We have both the Canadian Prepper Podcast t-shirt and tactical Velcro patch at www.prepperpodcast.ca. All proceeds help keep the lights on and the backup generator fuel. And if you're enjoying the show, please take a few minutes and like us on Facebook and submit a review on iTunes. Also, we want your feedback, good or bad, or just a topic you want us to cover. You can email us at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. All right, so we've got some uh, myth-filled content for you in this episode. Uh, we're going to start off with some recent news articles. We'll update you on our personal preparedness since our last episode. And we're going to get into the main topic of avoiding burnout and uh, media myths. So we'll move into the news. So I've got an article here that I uh, stumbled across, and it's uh, I usually try to include these in the news section when I see them come up. It's just in regards to uh, a little preparedness thing going on. Uh, the title is a 30 day food supply needed in case of disaster, uh, says a Princeton area survivalist. So there was uh, about 30 people gathered at a, a local cafe. So this is a U.S. Uh, US based article, uh, about 30 people gathered in a local cafe just to learn about emergency preparedness. Uh, it's always good to see that kind of thing. And then especially for it to get picked up in the media, it's, uh, it's nice to see kind of things spread out and awareness kind of be, uh, put out there for people to realize that this is a more of a mainstream thing than, uh, than it used to be. So I'd like to get these in the news section whenever I can. Say, that's what I was about to say is it's nice that they're, they're kind of talking about they gather instead of the whole doomsday thing. Yeah. And, you know, I, I don't and know what kind of happy it was in a cafe and not in a missile silo. Yeah. It'd yeah. be kind of cool. Let's be people, honest. You say to people, I'm a, I'm a prepper. Or I know. And, and you ask them, what's their first impression of a prepper? And they're like, you're wearing camo, you got the bands of ammo across you, you got yep. the paint under your eyes, you're carrying an AK, and it's like, uh, yep. no. What? Or you're hanging out in someone's basement with tinfoil on your head. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we're not supposed to do that? Damn it. <laughs> Apparently not. Well, depends which room you're in. It, yeah, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> so, just out of curiosity, though, um, so the 30 day, do you have to adjust for Canadian dollars and keep like 45? A food supply in Canada for the U.S. <laughs> Probably couldn't hurt. Right. Yeah, uh, just to clarify, I don't know. Greg's not here. He, he's uh, decided to ignore us for a while, so we would need his commentary in order to be able to have a one hundred percent answer to that question. 
but uh, he no. he wouldn't have ten days worth of food. He spent it all on his guns. It's true. It's true. That, that, that is an, yeah, but depending on what you get, you can get a lot of food with those guns. Oh yeah. Um, oh so, yeah. Depending on the scenario, that's beside the point. <laughs> and did it did it give a reason why he was doing this, or it was just somebody ha some it reporter was, happened upon it and did a story? It sounds like a reporter just happened upon it and uh, and did a story. It was a, it was an organized event, so they, it's not like it was a, just a random reporter came in for a coffee and stumbled across it. Like they knew it was going to be happening, um, so they came in to just uh, report on it and see what was going on. So, well, good for him. Yeah, that's yeah, good to see. Maybe, it's good to see that a, uh, positive media. Yeah, maybe he's the closet prepper and was like trying to feel it out, see if he can come out of the closet for it. Not anymore. He's not. Now he's out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like I said, it was good to see. And like, uh, like Jeff yeah. was touching on there, it's nice to see it hit like the positive light versus the, you are all crazy. What the heck are you thinking? So yeah, yeah. it was good. I don't see any other news uh, entries here in the section in the show notes. So uh, there's no I objections. Watched... We'll move on to uh, what we've done lately for preps. I haven't watched the news seriously in about seven years. Nice. I yeah. Uh, like like Pierre said in the chat during the week, like you guys here and on the other chat and the Discord group and whatnot. That's my news source. I know I can I can trust it and verify it. And that's uh, yeah. yeah. If it's not next door, I don't care. So to speak. Yeah. Anyways. Fair um, for me, I didn't do a whole lot this week. Uh, cleaned up some in the house over the last two days. We have Family Day in Ontario for us for all of us. Mm -hmm. and uh, taking advantage of it. The wife is off as well. The kids are home. We've all been putting some elbow grease down and getting some things done. Got good plans for tomorrow as well, and hopefully to keep it going next weekend. Um, work, 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 and more work. I was supposed to be taking a, a bit of a trip to Toronto next week, mm -hmm. but uh, apparently that may be kibosh, so that was kind of sucky. I was kind of looking forward to that a little bit. And then just sitting here waiting for spring to come. <laughs> Can't be soon enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Some of us like winter and some of us don't. This is true. I was going to make a snowmobile joke, but I opted to not. <laughs> Probably a good idea. Figured. Uh, I didn't do very much either. I did actually less than Brad did. I just topped up uh, my fuel stores for the week. Uh, with a possible impending storm coming, and um, that's about it. Yeah, for myself, uh, work, work, a little bit of more work, oh, some work, just in case I didn't have enough previous work. Uh, did grab those um, Princess Auto 30 Cal uh, ammo cans, a little storage tray, and uh, those showed up the other day, so had a peek at those and uh, just kind of getting some ideas as to what I'm going to do with them, where what I'm going to put in them and what I want to kind of store in the vehicle and get them all organized. But they're uh, they're a nice set. I'm quite uh, quite pleased with them. So grab two of them and one for uh, one for the personal car, one for work. And uh, yeah, we'll see what I make with them. There you go. Nice. Yeah, I, I have one. I picked it up a while ago because it was roughly the same price. Picked one up, brought it home. I'm like, well, what are we doing with it? I was like, you know what? Like, I, I work on the road. Um, it can be like last minute, 10 o'clock, I get called out of town. This, that, work crazy late. So I just filled mine up with like a bunch of like non perishable snack food. Yep. And it just sits in the back of my truck. 
my work truck. And in the summer, Perfect. I'll throw like a Gatorade or two, right? I'll bring lots of water, but I'm like, you just want that change without having to stop at a gas station. And yeah, they work awesome. So I, I actually purchased another four uh, and brought them home last week as well. <laughs> um, yeah, the the only thing I'm not a big fan of is um, I, I if I use them for ammo, even though technically they don't need to, I like having a lock on all of my ammo. Yep. The locks I have don't fit nice in those like the way the lock <laughs> is compared to the other ones like the other ones are in the corner like on the corner you can put like an eight inch lock these are very like kind of particular so i'm like that's the only downfall but i'm like the price is right they're yeah. awesome like we're thinking of just making one as like our, our range set you know your safety glasses okay. yep. it's like all that stuff just grab that one every time you go anything to do with uh anything firearms related or whatever and then whatever else you need so yeah they're they're awesome um so what i've done is other than buy those four and figure out where to put them um this weekend uh the wife and the daughter went to their little getaway that they normally do around valentine's day so they were gone for two days so i came home and some organizing and cleaning in the room to figure out where i'm gonna put these things um then we decided that we were going to revamp the office slash podcast room and make a little bit more room and tidy up and organize some stuff. And we found some bins on sale, so got a few things like that. Um, got approved for the club gub, gun club, sorry, after my qualification course, which was kind of just like, here, shoot five rounds in like a revolver and then five rounds in a semi-auto without like putting your finger on the trigger until you're supposed to. So it, it was fun. Um, yep. We'll ho hopefully make it there tomorrow to start sighting in some new guns or whatever. But uh, and a crap load of work and a whole bunch of stupidity. But, uh, not that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> All work related to stupidity part. Of course, <laughs> yeah. It's usually where stupidity comes from. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, let's move into our main topic. So tonight, figured we would talk about. Burnout in uh, in doing preparedness uh, related things or being a prepper, uh, and as well, just because why not mix it in with trying to avoid uh, some media myths or just kind of sorting through the uh, the bulk of information that uh, that is thrown at us quite a bit, except for Brad who just doesn't bother watching the news at all, which is probably the number one way to avoid media myths altogether. Just don't watch it. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's I don't. How do you how do you how do you how do you figure out which is true and which is not when everybody is a yeah. talking head, they've all got their networks down their asses to, you know, you got to push this narrative. You got to push that narrative. We got to follow this story. We can't follow that story. That's too liberal. That's too conservative. That, just do this your job. This one offends people. Yeah. You got yeah. in the, you got in the business to report the news. So report the news. Yes, I don't want to know your opinion because that's an editorial. Yeah, yeah. Yep. but it also depends which you know entity your cash flow comes up comes from can determine what news you should report, what news yep. you should avoid reporting on. But that's my point: but, is yeah. it doesn't matter oh, where sorry. the money comes from. Report. Do the I news. have a podcast for you? <laughs> no, absolutely. And, and, I, and, and I mean, I, I agree a hundred percent with Brad on that. And all you got to do, for for all honesty purposes, is just look at. Um, I was going to say the information or the lack thereof, 
over this environmental disaster of the Ohio train derailment. There has been very little um, media talking yeah, about if anything. What, what I think yeah. is a pretty significant uh, environmental disaster. I don't know if anybody's seen some of the pictures floating around, but um, a friend of mine sent me one and it was a, and, and I don't have any reason to refute the authenticity of it, of mm -hmm. somebody in an airplane taking yeah. a picture and it, and the, and the, 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 the smoke plume is actually coming through the clouds at like 20,000 feet. And it's, you know, a mile around and don't she tell knows. me that that's not going to affect something somewhere. The only way I know somehow. what picture you're talking about is somebody put it on the signal chat and are or, or on the discord, one of the two of them. And I, I saw that. And mm -hmm. the only way I knew that the, the Ohio train crash had happened was like, I drive a truck. I drive a flatbed all over Ottawa, all over the place. We work for plenty of different companies. If you're paying, we're hauling. One of the places we go to, um, I've, I've known one of the guys that's worked there for years. He's from Ohio. I went in there last week and picked up a load from him. He usually loads me all the time. I went in. I could tell he was off. like His, his mind was elsewhere. And he's operating a forklift with 4,000-pound pallets or 12 feet long. Like, buddy, no, 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 no. What's going on? I can tell you're off because you're not as precise as you normally are. Nothing affects you. He had a, he, he's recently gone through a divorce. That didn't affect his job. This did. Like, what's going on? Like, why are you off? Like, put this pallet away. Take it off my truck. I don't want, I don't want you doing anything until we, we, we talk for a few minutes. What's going on? He pulled up pictures that his parents and relatives are sending him. He's got relatives that are in those affected towns, yep. and he's wanting to go home. That's the only way I knew about it. Didn't hear a wow. damn thing otherwise. Jeez. That brings me to one of my points on being able to really verify a media um, story that's out there. Because it's like we've mentioned, they're going to spin them. It all depends on kind of who's lining their pockets and what narrative it is that they're going to, uh, they're going to push out there, but being able to confirm with people that, you know, and trust about that media. So there has been a little bit of media about that, uh, that accident. There has been a lot, like Jeff was saying, but there has been some. So having that contact and being able to verify personally that with somebody who is personally affected by that, like, A, yeah, this is happening and B, it's bad. Like it's, it's a serious thing that's oh, yeah. going on is that's the best source you're ever going to have the, the validate uh, any kind of media article. Yeah. So, so when, when he started telling me that he pulled up pictures, I went online, I started finding all this info, what little there was. And on, uh, Thursday, I think it was. I saw him out of work and I was out of work. I just happened to cross paths with him at uh, the gas station and asked him, hey, what's going on? Yep. And he had, he had given me a bunch more pictures. Um, he hadn't heard about that uh, that picture of the plume of smoke yet, uh, but I told him about it. So I'm okay, next week I'm going to be around that same area. I'm going to stop in and talk to him. Hey, have you heard any more? Send me some yep. more pictures. Hit your Instagram up. Send me those pictures so I can I can share them with others and get the word out there that this is still a big big thing. Some of those chemicals are huge. That's going to affect yeah. people for a long time. And and like like everybody says too, it's 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 wading through all of the mud to find the solid ground. Um, you know, like like there's there's 
all kinds of people out there saying, well, I, I tried to post a picture of this or I tried to post that and I posted it and, and in five minutes it was taken down and they won't let us post the truth and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, who knows what is the truth and what isn't in that, that kind of a case. And I don't know. I just, I, I'm just struggling. I'm really struggling with that one with the lack of, I mean, they just said yesterday that uh, it's been what, five days now since the, since this happened, I believe, or four or five days. And they were just saying that FEMA was just so that, so for people who aren't in the States, that's the Federal Emergency Management Agency. Uh, FEMA mm -hmm. was just getting their boots on the ground. It took them four days to bother to go there and see what was going on. So, wow. Well, didn't it take well, them like 10 days or something to get to the, what was the, the, the arena there after Katrina? It took them like 10 days to get mm -hmm. water to the, whatever dome it was. Oh, yeah. I know which one you, yeah. Right. Where they, uh, the Superdome, wasn't it? Isn't Superdome. It the, that's it. Right. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It took yeah. them 10 days or 11 days or something to get water, just one truckload of water. Yeah, like and, and I mean, that were sitting there. But that, but that also speaks to the whole issue of, you know, um, because that's a regulated system and certain criterias need to be hit, right? Like, you can't, right? Like, everybody says, like, you know, oh, well, the government will look out for me. But I'm like, there are certain steps that need to be, you know, or certain boxes, we'll say, that need to be checked before certain specific things can come and help a specific person, right? So, like, as yeah. we've talked about... And, I mean, I haven't been on all the episodes, but like, you know, just like, you know, being self-reliant on certain things, keeping an eye out on the news that's happening currently. And if you know someone around that area, getting all your info and, and not going out, just being like, oh my God, I need to buy 20 gallons of water, you know, six new guns, a whole bunch of ammo, um, you know, uh, five gallon pails of mac and cheese that I'm going to live off for like three <laughs> weeks. Right, Jared I like so those. far listed all my favorite things. Carry on, <laughs> right, and, and 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 all those things, right? Like, which all goes back to like maybe a little bit off topic of what we're talking about, but like just you know, doing specific little things to help you know do something for yourself. So if you know you don't get informed, if you rely strictly on the news of what's happening down there with the trail derailment and a whole bunch of things that could be happening. If you rely strictly on the sources that tell you whatever, um, uh, my rule of thumb is try and find a news article that is very left and very right. Mm -hmm. And if you take both of those and meet in the middle, it's fairly close to accurate. Which is hard to find both sides of media, right? Like people will report really bad about Justin Trudeau or really good about Justin Trudeau or this or that. And, you know, trying to find that happy medium that like, you know, in certain situations, you can probably find news articles that say something is really, really bad and something is really, really good. Mm -hmm. And then in the middle is probably like this probably won't affect you is the way I like to try and find any info that you guys don't relate to me. But I mean, I just follow you guys' word. And and I and I'm I'm kind of the same way. I've I, I've kind of always said there's two sides to every story, and the truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's why For there's sure. three sides to every story. Yep. The right, the left, the, the right, right, and the middle. The left and what actually happened. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I like to take I, if it's a bigger media story, one that's going to catch uh, catch the attention of more than just kind of a little local area. 
I like to try to look for three different sources from completely different areas. So like one yeah. from here, one from maybe say Europe, one from another source and, and look at them and see, okay, is my local media reporting the same as say the media in the States and then say the media in the UK, if it's a bigger event, that's, that's kind of more widespread and going to create more interest. I'll look at all three of them and say, okay, are they all kind of saying the same thing or is one way out there reporting one thing and one way out the other way? And that kind of helps at least add some credibility to the story or show that they're at least lining the story up to report all the exact same. But yeah. I figure once if it's three different countries, all different, uh, kind of similar story, most likely the, the, the information that's getting out there is a little bit more reliable. Uh, I yeah. never a hundred percent believe all of it, but oh. only the Instagram stuff. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> cats, cats are never wrong. <laughs> I don't like them, but yeah. it's rare that they're wrong. I don't trust them, but they're very reliable with their news. Yeah. And come on, like they wear sunglasses. It's awesome. And I got two of and them. Right two of them. Yeah. <laughs> you need a third one, and there's your three news sources. Yeah. You're good to go. No. You just spread them out, though. You can't all be in the same room with the same article. Yeah. I mean, unless the articles are very right, like true. Yeah, true. Could work. Could work. <laughs> All right. So catch us next week on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're all uh, gonna have sunglasses like the cool cats. We are, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but again, with the the whole media thing, uh, just being constantly bombarded by. You know, the, the world's ending. This is terrible. That's terrible. All these bad things happening. Uh, it can definitely, especially if you become hyper-focused on it, lead in the burnout, which is why I wanted to kind of put both topics in together. Uh, we did touch on burnout around this time last year. So January 9th, 2022, we did an episode on prepper burnout. Uh, it's episode 144 if anybody's interested in going back and, uh, and checking that out. Uh, but especially with the way the media has been the last probably three and a bit years now, since the whole COVID thing hit, it can really wear on a lot of people very, very quickly. So I thought putting the two together, talking about kind of how we cut through uh, the myths that we see or just the media slamming on you about one specific topic was, was one important thing to get into. And then just retouching on prepper burnout, because like I said, it's been, you know, what are we at about three years now of just this, constant covid stuff and all this other doom and the world's ending and this is all going wrong kind of thing uh, so it's really really possible especially in the preparedness world to get hyper focused on that and then just completely burn out and just call it quits right and just not want to do the prepper thing anymore or just get so hyper focused on it but that's the only thing you're preparing for and then next thing you know you're not ready for the little stuff that comes along so I figured we'd touch on on just burnout and some some ways that you can refocus and continue on whatever it is you're preparing for, but as well, keep in mind that just your general day-to-day um, activities that happen as well. So the, the first thing on my list for, for just avoiding burnout is just be realistic with, uh, realistic with your preps. Right? Like I said, a lot of people will just instantly, especially when you're new to this kind of thing and you're just kind of dipping your toes in the water preparedness, which a lot of people have been doing since, uh, since the whole COVID thing, 
just be realistic. If you're, you're, there's no point in jumping in the deep end and trying to swim with this stuff. Start out small, start out little. There's no uh, no point in saying, you know, I'm I'm just going to jump in and start preparing for the zombie zombie apocalypse that I figure is going to happen tomorrow. Probably not. Oh, it's going to happen tomorrow. No, tomorrow's not oh. the day. We got at least three days. Oh, okay. At least oh, three. Tomorrow yeah. will be so convenient. I'm home all day. I know, right? <laughs> like, like all, all my supplies are there. Like, I got to fight zombies to get home because of makes it makes for better stories. Okay. Some... How instructions on how to get the guns out here? I'll come get you. Yeah, the story's no good if you're all at home ready to go. Buddy, do I have a movie for you? Good. There's good. lots of movies based on you being at home and shit happening. Well, good because I've got an episode is. for you. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, kind of I mean, piggybacking on what Eric said there, I I kind of put in one of my things is, um, like Eric says, be realistic. So I said, make your goals achievable, yep. realistic, and something that you enjoy doing. Um, there's yeah. nothing more making the day drag or not getting your spirits up than like, Oh, I got to go and do that. And I don't like doing that. And I'm not very good at it and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Then don't do it. Pick something else. Find something that, that you enjoy doing. That's going to make the day go faster. That's not going to get you yeah. into a rut. You know, just like, like I said, you know, make them uh, achievable, realistic and something that you're going to enjoy doing. Start small and progress at a pace that's good for you. Don't try to do the quote unquote, keep up with the Joneses. Um, that's, that's not a good thing either. Nope. That and, and involve your family. This isn't yeah. a solo mission. Unless, oh, unless yeah. you're single, then it's a solo mission. But even then try to find some like-minded people and, yeah. and, and they become family. Yeah. yeah. And, and include your family. As long as they're not douchey. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Get, yes. Get Avoid wife, douches. Yes. Get the wife and yes. or husband, significant other, to yep. get involved yeah. with you, even if they don't really agree with your prepping for all of this stuff. Find something yeah. that they yeah. do yeah. like to do, and and wait to do those things until you're ready for them to join you. Yep. Make it yeah. an event. Make it a date. Make something of it. Make the kids get the kids doing something with you on Saturdays and Sundays, or or school yep. vacations, whatnot. Involve almost, everybody. Almost guaranteed you will be able to find some sort of event or some sort of thing that they are concerned about that they think may or may not happen. And it, it could, it doesn't have to be like a huge, huge thing. It could be a very small little thing and just yeah, start like canceling the Kardashians. Nobody That's wants terrible. That. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> you got to be prepared for that. Because now what are you going to watch on Saturday nights? Right? Yeah. <laughs> very important to be ready for that. Switch that to Sundays and I have a recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I like where you're going with this. Well done. Yeah. I actually I actually like and it. And then slowly my... roll into Mondays. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you never know. <laughs> my my prepping has started to wear off on my daughter a little more yeah. than I really realized in the last little while. Yeah. I don't remember what she said to me the other day, but we were we were talking about having a, a couple of things of, of one particular item, a couple of, of can, sets can of openers particular, and the can <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> let's, just, let's just use can openers as the example. 
that because that's what it was. We all know it. No, it um, ten is none. Had, eleven she, is one. Yeah. She looked at me and said, "Well, Dad, one is two is one, and one is none." And turned back around to keep doing whatever she was doing. I high fived her and cried. <laughs> I was so happy she was starting to get it. Yep. And she understood the concept, and I, I guess I, I yeah, I'm very nice. happy. Nice. That's always good. That's good. Yeah. So starting to get it, starting to come around. But yeah, involve the family. Yep. Yes. So, but it's good. Well, yeah, there was. Um, no, go ahead, go ahead here. I got to find something here. Oh, so. Okay. Yeah, but be mindful of that because, you know, our daughter, we've always said, like, you know, be prepared. We always do this stuff. But then there was one day we were leaving the house. And she came out with, like, four bags full of all her stuffed animals. And we were like, <laughs> what are you doing? She was like, well, what if there's a fire? And, like, the house burns down. I was like. Well, I don't want to fucking go anywhere now because now I'm worried the house is going to burn. Right? Like she decided to bring all her teddies with her just in case something happens. So I'm like, the, que the question know, to follow that up with is, what have you done that's going to cause that fire? <laughs> I left the I left the dollar behind, like you know, the plug where, like, yeah, you know. But it was just like, so you know, it, it's good for that. But I'm like, you know, you you got to be like, you got to be very mindful and very precautious right. of you know young brains being a sponge right so if you're always like oh mm -hmm. my god this is this, this you know they can start in their own way start becoming very paranoid and be you know too tinfoil hat for many things so you you got to be you know it, involving the family is not a bad thing but you also you know they depending on you know i mean mm -hmm. i don't know your kid compared to better than you are um but you got to be really mindful of, you know, can this person handle the information you're t saying? And, you know, little things like her daughter's big on first aid. She loves doing whatever. So I said, okay, let's make a little first aid kit. And she's got one in her backpack. It's got a few band-aids, a few things. She, you know, what if one of my friends got hurt? Perfect. That's an awesome thing. But, I mean, I'm not going to show her how to do a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, like right. we take first aid seriously. And, you know, it helped out a little while ago. Daughter called because... Mel was busy with the dog. The paw was bleeding. Go to the front door. Go grab. I bought a pack out kit. Made my own first aid kit. Go grab that. And bring it. Okay. So dog wasn't bleeding everywhere. They popped it open. You know. Hey, this is kind of organized pretty good. We got the blood. Stop bleeding. You know. Everything was good. And there wasn't a giant mess. There wasn't a big panic. Which I'm like, that's what you want, right? You want people to yeah. not panic when little things happen, right? I mean. <laughs> those doomsday events like everybody's going to panic a little bit but like just getting people prepared for those little things is just key in those scenarios it's nice yeah, and that's a really great point and you're like you're using a, a kid as an example for not overloading them and not uh not you know yeah. pushing all kinds of stuff at them at once but it works for adults too you, you may yeah. very well overload an adult with a whole bunch of information that they're just not ready to hear Okay. There's that that possibility as well. So yeah, be be cognizant okay. of your uh, your audience, and okay. kind of know how to lead them down the path of, you know, doing the whole preparedness thing. But don't overload them at once, because um, that's going to lead to burning them out even before they get started. That's why I keep my emotions. And what I was uh, what I was going to touch on there uh, a little earlier, I found the the article, and it was just in a local um, local newspaper here online thing and it and it just basically was a story about a mom and it and the the 
title of the article says getting kids into food prep meal planning key for local family. And it just goes into getting, getting the kids involved in the food prep. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, the kids are getting what they want because they're preparing it themselves. They're making their own thing. And, And she said, you know how, as it's progressing, they're, they're looking at, okay, what do I want for dinner tonight? Well, I want this and I know where it is and I know how to make it and I can go and make it while mom's doing something else or, or dad's doing the other thing. And that, that's awesome. But that is by far the best advice I could ever say. So going back to our daughter, she, Hey, do you want scrambled eggs? Yeah. Right. She just turned 10. Like, Hey, do you want to learn how to make scrambled eggs? She's like, yeah, sure. So we showed her like, crack two eggs, add a bit of salt, pepper, a little bit of milk, butter in a pan, you know, put some bread in the toaster or whatever. She woke up every day for like three weeks straight and made her own (laughs) breakfast. She had scrambled eggs and toast for three weeks straight. And she was so proud of herself on the weekend. She was like, do you guys want scrambled eggs? She cracked up like six, seven eggs, made breakfast for me and Mel. And I'm like, but you know, getting them involved, being a little bit, you know, so it, it was the best thing. And now it's just like, you know, same with food prep. We do food prep on the weekends sometimes, or most times. Um, but just cook a bunch of stuff, the stuff that takes a while or whatever. And if we're all feeling like something, eating something different, there's a few options in the fridge. I, I can make that. I can make that for everybody, right? She can warm this up and do this or that. And yeah, getting kids involved is just the best thing ever. Because then eventually they'll start making food for you as long as they're not crappy cooks. <laughs> which is, which is in that direction. Yeah, and, and as long as you can teach them to not be that, crappy cooks. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing, you know, I was kind of going to say to that is if for whatever reason, something happens to you, Pierre, you're yep. out of town, your truck breaks down, you can't get back. It's just yep. her and Mel, whatever she can help out. She can, she can, yep. you know, be in a, be of an assistance and, and it, and it makes, yep. and I'm sure, you know, kids struggle with everything that's going on now in school and all that stuff to, to, to make them feel that they're important and they've done something important and they've helped out. Uh, I'm sure would go a long ways to their mental health and their, their willingness to, to jump in and take on more responsibility and all that stuff. Keep up the praise when it's needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When it's warranted, but not yet. Absolutely. And Brad can contest that this is a household that loves cooking. Oh. And is pretty good at it. <laughs> except oh, yeah. for those one set of fucking potatoes. No, no, no. I'm not going <laughs> to Except for there. that one set of potatoes. Right? Like, like now I have to check the box for the episode. Yeah, I was going to say it's Sunday beer. <laughs> you just right. weren't happy with them. Everybody yeah, I wasn't else pleased with those potatoes. Down. But we love cooking. Do it all the time. Spend hours and hours oh, in yeah. the kitchen. And yeah. Having you know your kid like hey forget about everything and just come in and make eggs make pancakes make anything getting them involved and like hey this is why we do this right depending on what you want to eat or whatever getting them involved gets them away from whether you know if you're stuck in the kitchen for two three hours they might you know get on the used tubes or mm-hmm. playing you know Minecraft or whatever gets them away from all that technology and where they can probably get you know nothing worse than your kid coming out and saying like. I saw a video about this and you got no clue what they're co- talking about because you don't trust anything on the news, right? Like getting yep. them to disconnect and not burn out because you're busy doing certain things that, you know, 
I mean, you're like, oh, well, you know, I, I'm just going to do it because it's going to be faster than involving, you know, a kid or someone that doesn't know, you know, whether it's your kid or a new person to prepping, you know, but helps them disconnect from, you know, you, you don't want to burn out, but you also don't want people around you to burn out where, you know, that's extra on your plate to help them get back to it and everything, which is, you know, key. So, I mean, we, we do it by cooking which is always awesome, except for that one set of potatoes. <laughs> All right. So the, the next thing I've kind of got on my list here, and I think everybody at one point in time or another falls victim to this, and it's just obsessing over one specific situation or disaster, and just no. that's the thing I'm getting ready for. I don't care about anything else. This is it. This is what's going to happen tomorrow. Sorry, it's not the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, yep. With his gasifiers. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but that's that's one thing to just kind of keep in mind as you're you're doing uh, or getting your prepared uh, your preps in place and figuring out what it is that you want to prepare for because we all have different things that we're we're preparing for and we all have different things that we think are going to go wrong and we have similar things as well, of course. But Every once in a while, just refocusing yourself and realizing I've really been obsessing about this one specific thing for a long period of time and snapping yourself out of that can really help refocus Absolutely. you and avoid that whole burnout situation. Because if you just spin your wheels constantly about that zombie apocalypse that, again, it's not happening tomorrow, but three days from now, uh, it's just going it, to it's gonna get to the point where you're never going to get to that end you're never going to be completely ready for it. And so if, and you're never going to be satisfied that you're yeah. ready for it because there's always going to be but, something new you're going to obsess over. So spread yourself out a bit. Stop worrying about the trampoline, Scott, and start worrying no. about uh, you know the medical stuff and the backup generator and getting enough wood like Jeff has. Like you said before, mm -hmm. Jeff, you have like two years of wood ready to go. Yeah. Right? Spread yourself out. Get some other things going. I noticed also, Scott is in the comments. Yeah, I noticed him. Yep. <laughs> Didn't want to join us <laughs> and, this evening, and, I see. And that, that was one of the one of the things that I had on my list too. And I, I think Eric's got it in his. And if I'm jumping ahead, I'll I'll apologize. But um take a break if you need it. Mm -hmm. If you if you yeah. are feeling that you're in that, as Eric said, if you're you're in that rut over that one thing and you're that's all you're worried about and you do it, you know what? There's nothing wrong with with, with putting your hands up and saying I, I need to step back. Take a break if you need it. Regroup, refresh, and go at it with a different set of eyes, maybe, or or, or a different perspective. Don't abandon it because it's important and you need to do it. But mm -hmm. if it, if it's got to that point where that's all you're thinking about, you probably need to step back for a little bit and and yeah. just take that time, you know, get and and I, I find. Um, it helps to, when you're taking that break, take some of that time to get out and meet with like-minded people and mm -hmm. share ideas, yep. share thoughts. Um, me and Eric are in a, in a, a group, a local uh, preppers group here. And once a month, we, on a Sunday afternoon, we meet at a, a local coffee shop for yep. a couple hours and we just basically... Yeah. Talk around, and shoot and breeze. throw ideas back and forth and and brainstorm, right? Brainstorm yeah. and troubleshoot uh, troubleshoot issues that people are having. Talk about other things outside of the preparedness world. You name yeah. it. How, how's there's, life? There's other you stuff. know, just yeah. that. I know, yeah. weird, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. When did that happen? 
Brad, you might be burning out. You yeah. haven't been you have you haven't been accepted to that level tier yet where there's a stuff outside of that. Keep working on <laughs> yeah. it. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um No, I definitely agree with you. Yeah. Take some time to back and, up. Yeah. yeah. And I mean one of the things that made me realize that the most was I, I fix equipment now, but I used to be uh automotive apprentice and mechanic and you know fighting for like hours like power steering lines were always the worst like everything is so perfect everything has to line up perfect for everything to work and i'm like you know fighting with it for like 20 minutes trying to get this one fitting back on and it was getting all frustrated you're covered in oil that stinks and then just being like you know what go get a coffee come back and it's like the first thing you do is just boom it's done you know, so like, nope. yeah, you, you really find that disconnect if, if you've had in those scenarios where it's like, you know, me mostly it was working with my hands, trying to do whatever, but trying to, you know, write a novel or maybe not a novel, but like information coming up with the course, inf- you know, whatever you're doing, normally taking a break and just go for a walk around the block and come back and like, it kind of just hits that reset most scenarios that like, you can get a fresh looks. Or even if there's something like that, getting someone that has not been around you trying to do whatever, getting a fresh set of eyes on it can make a world of difference. You know, you've been sitting at something for like three days trying to figure it out. And then your friend comes up and, uh, you know, just looks at it and just been like, well, what if you do this? And problem solved. You know, nothing yep. drives you more nuts than that. Nope. Getting that fresh advice, <laughs> right? Like you, you get way too into it that, you know, getting people involved in what you're doing, unless you get to the crazy tinfoil hat and, you know, the string to relate everything <laughs> to the aliens that built the pyramids. Right. Yep. At that point, you maybe not bringing your friend over is the best, but um, yeah. And, and those scenarios, right? Just getting other people in on it and hitting that reset pause button is always. Yep the best thing for you. Yeah. Or even to, to cycle into the, the whole take a break thing, you'll see this throughout even our episodes where there's weeks where panelists say didn't do anything last week for preparedness at all. Mm. We just didn't do a thing. And that's yep. just taking a break from it, stepping back, doing something different. And ha- we, we all do it. It's, and I think that's a really good example of it. That kind of, shows that it's it's totally doable and you can still have that mindset and just literally take a week and not do, do anything for your preps do nothing yeah. yep i know or i know we last did week so many good things that we don't want to advertise it <laughs> well there's that too there's a little bit of gray man we're not going to give everything away this is the internet after all well that and like last week i was i was planning on being on and then it just didn't happen. I had other things going on and I decided, no, I'm just going to take a break. Yeah. And I didn't even, I, I only downloaded the episode. I think it was on Tuesday afternoon and listened to it uh, on the way to Montreal and the truck. Oh, well, thank, thanks just, for being a priority. How, how oh, was the audio? <laughs> I am curious. It was good. It was actually good. Yeah. I know you were saying yeah. in the chat there to let me know how it was. There was nothing wrong with the auto it, audio. It downloaded perfectly. Everything was good with it. It was no, it was no rage quits. No, nope. no, actually, no rage quits. Even though Alan was on, right? Was he That's on? Good. So, anybody who's curious, um, our uh, our service we use to record uh, Streamyard, and they in- implemented a new service that um, 
basically records each panelist separately on their own computer and then uploads it. And then I'm able to edit it. So it just makes editing a little bit easier. Not, I shouldn't say easier, makes it better. better it's quality trickier to edit, but it's people. better quality because yeah. I can assign certain filters to each panelist for the audio version, for the YouTube version and the live version, you guys are on your own. But um, for the, the audio version that I push out, uh, after the the live show, I can edit everybody individually and kind of bring their their sound up or down according accordingly and tweak things. So hopefully it sounds a little bit better. Uh, this episode it won't because I didn't check the box for that episode before we hit go live. So we're back to old school for tonight. But um, last week's episode was like that, and next week's episode will be like that. But as hey, long as you, you know, check the box, as long as I check as long the as box, you check the box. Yeah. Okay, so in the pre-show, we have to tell you, Eric, check yes. the box. Check the box. Yeah. <laughs> We should put that at the top of the show notes template. Check the box. Check the yes. box. Check the box. Yeah, that'd be good. Right above where you put the link for the show notes. Right? For the show that'd be good. Like, yeah. check the Remind box. me to check the box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which, uh, which lines up quite nicely with the next point I have here of just get a plan in place and stick with it. So get that plan to check that box and then you'll check it every week. So it's, uh, as long as the just same people you. are on. As long as you're like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just make sure that the, the the box is checked. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, which relates uh, to prepping, right? Like yeah. at the end of the day, we all have a list that we want to check the box. So, like, yep. do what you can to check the box without getting too into checking the box is the only thing that matters. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if if the audio gets bad, I mean, just get a little bit Later. better at managing time and you know you can watch us live at nine that is just you know, on sundays every sunday nine but yesterday and, and i'll be i'll kind of be the first to admit that's that's a struggle that i have is is sticking with it because i always find that i've got two and three and four things on the go and you're doing something yeah. and you're maybe three quarters of the way through it and something else comes up and you go well i'll drop that and i'll go and i'll do this and you're yeah. doing that one and you don't quite finish it something else pops up and you jump it and next thing you know you're going oh wait a minute i got four other things now that i haven't finished and so that that for me is something that i i constantly work on is trying to be more more on one topic or one item and well, and more more a to z on which yeah more a to z on everything right we're bad for well I'm, i am i'll say we as an all but probably just be like you know we're organizing our workroom slash podcast room and like we will get to a point where it's like it's almost done and it's just like that that nitty-gritty stuff that you're like you're dragging on <laughs> you're like you find something else to do and yeah. then you get to the nitty-gritty where like you don't want to do it and then all of a sudden you're like you're back to square one because you didn't finish that nitty-gritty and you were like well there's a little bit of stuff laying around so if i leave this it's okay Right, like it's not going to add that much, but turns in the but more. Th but then it gets yeah, turns into more, where you're like you're becomes, back. Yeah, yeah, and then you're back to square one, where you're like, yep. son of a, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's you know figuring out the point where you're like, okay, I'm going to start at A, and finish at Z. You know, sometimes it takes funds, sometimes it takes you know space you have, sometimes it takes just man hours that aren't there, depending on your job and your mm -hmm. you know personal life. But it's trying to figure out, like, if you say, okay, I'm going to put this on pause because something else is of importance, you got to remember that 
when that really important thing is done, you got to go back to, you know, K or Q and go all the way to Z on that first task that you were like, this is taking too much or I don't have the time. I don't have the funds, but like, Hey, the funds are here. I can complete this task and say, okay, I'm going to do this to Z before going on this other one that may seem more fun and important at the time, but may not be because you haven't finished this initial task, which will make this task completed. And, you know, yeah, checking off those boxes from A to Z is a very hard thing. Like, I can get to, like, W. No problem. But, like... That's impressive. <laughs> yeah, but, like, that last little bit, but it's always, like, that nitty-gritty stuff, right? Like, yeah. our, our mm-hmm. workroom, podcast room, whatever we do, like, we've got a lot of stuff for, like, when we buy a house and then got a bunch of paperwork that we've had around for like years and i'm like we could probably throw all this out but like you're not going to until you've gone through all of it but it's also like six boxes of stuff so like you put those six boxes aside and then like you know another box ends up there and then some other stuff ends Mm -hmm. up there and then all of a sudden half your room is all these boxes that you're like i'll get to that later and you're like i I was almost there and and i reset that clock yeah, and I reset that clock, right? So now you're sitting yeah. there and you're like, okay, fine. But you also put all that stuff that you initially avoided aside and you deal yep. with only the recent stuff you put there. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, that's a thing we're working on, I'm working on. That It's like, okay, let's get to the point where I'm like, I, I can check this box and be like, if I don't put anything new in there, I don't have to worry about it. I just got to yep. worry about like, you know, getting the spiders and the dust mites and, you know, the dust out. And I'm like, I don't have to worry about anything. And it's a very hard challenge mm-hmm. in, in most scenarios for us, right? Like upstairs, yes, you do your dishes every day and everything. But it's like that room that you only use from time to time, it's, it's crazy how much you can pack in there. And they realize, yep. why did I do this? And just hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. You're not wrong. I have to say I'm in that same boat as uh, as what you had said, Jeff and and Pierre. That I, I learned that from my father. That he owned his own business yep. for years. Yeah, we're gonna go and do this today, and then you get three quarters of the way done it, and oh, okay, yeah, we gotta stop that. And like you said, Eric, yeah, this is yep. more important. We gotta go and do that, and then it takes two weeks to get back to the other thing that I have struggled with that for a long time to. Okay, I'm gonna go do the laundry today. That's all I'm doing today. Yep. It's just laundry. Yep. And I've tried and tried. I, and I tried. didn't fold it. I didn't put it away, but it all got washed. Oh no, I mean still in the I dryer. Mean, <laughs> I mean wash, That's dry, okay. fold, put away. I, I hate having oh, laundry yeah. around. And I oh. hate having unfinished projects around. And I'm doing what I can to make sure I don't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, it's part of the constantly trying to better myself thing. Nope. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. And and that's the nice reset away from you know, Main Street media and you know all, all some of the fear mongering that can go through depending which news source you follow through that I'm like it's just a nice disconnect to put you know, a documentary that you're just interested in in the background while you fold those nine baskets of laundry because who needs to fold laundry when you have another basket around and then you have no baskets and there's nine of them to fold. 
and six of them are your kids' clothes, which <laughs> is surprising how much kids' clothes you need to fold in a regular basket mm-hmm. that is not as much for yourself. That's why you get um, rid of baskets. Yeah, I think that's the way that it's going to go real soon, right? Um, we, but got, yeah, we got rid like, of three baskets last week. It <laughs> yeah. worked out nicely that not as much laundry around anymore because there's not yeah. enough baskets to hold it all. Right. Or, or not enough areas that you can just like empty baskets onto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it can make a world of difference when you're, you know, yep. four o'clock in the morning looking for a pair of underwear. Mm-hmm. Not even gonna ask why you're looking for underwear at four in the morning. Don't need to know. I get up. I get up no, at four some no, days. No, no. <laughs> I gotta get dressed sometime. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's fair what enough. I'm normally done. That's what I'm normally okay. done trying to get to bed. I'll let you tell the internet that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another point I've got here for just avoiding burnout is find a hobby that is related to preparedness. And I think we've kind of touched on it a little bit of just finding something that you enjoy doing that directly links to preparedness. Uh, I've gotten the show notes here just in brackets, um, you know, cough, cough, ham radio. <laughs> yep. Shocker. But, you know, I had to work, <laughs> no. had to work it in there somehow, right? But, but specifically, right, so you do, uh, you do a lot of testing outdoors, the park, uh, parks on the air? Is that what yep. it is? Yeah. So, but specifically doing something like that that makes you need to get out of the house if yeah. all your preparedness is you know food prep your storage reload yep. you know everything inside your house finding something that you're interested in, but also outside. gets you out yep right a- away from everything you deal with every day right if you work from home depending on most scenarios now yep. for uh work right since the covid's like my brother worked at an office or whatever and like I think like a month into the whole COVID, everybody worked from home. Like they called them and said like, yeah, go, like we sent you a link on your work email, like pick a time slot, clear out your desk. You're never coming back to the office. It is cheaper for you to stay home. Like here's your monthly fee to help for extra bills or whatever. And like your yearly allowance, like, you know, keep your office chair comfy and everything. He's like, it's cheaper for us to do that. So, I mean, Hmm. if you, you know, work from home, you do all your preps at home, you go to the grocery store and you buy a bunch of stuff and you come home, like try and find something related to your preparedness, but also change your environment. So like yep. your ham radio, right? Go outside, test your equipment, you know, yep. parks on the air that happens from time to time, like give you that break from your all day, every day. If you're in your house all day, every day and you go to the post office once a month or once a week, like giving yourself that change of environment, can make a world of difference yep. on like that, you know, reset, you know, just keeping you know, avoiding burning out, going down too many rabbit holes, you know, great point. It's always good. Even just, yeah, just changing up the, the environment and changing up your scene can make a huge, huge difference. Yeah. Agreed. Get out yeah, and do and, something. And another thing that I've, I've sort of got there too is, um, even experienced preppers, and I wouldn't call myself experienced, um, still have things to work on. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody except Alan, who's Ian, or Ian, who's Alan, or whatever, <laughs> is perfect. Um, you know, don't we're, we're, don't we're always, give them that. <laughs> if, if they were perfect, they would be here. Yeah, exactly. That, that, is, that is true. So, 
that is all maybe dependent. They're maybe they're the trying to avoid, avoid their burnout by taking a small break because they've had a busy week. A small break being like eight weeks? <laughs> potatoes, <Yeah>. potatoes. <laughs> like, depending how many eggs you got for the potato salad, like, it all makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Still on them potatoes, eh? Yeah. Must have Freak, been some man. terrible potatoes. Oh, they were fantastic. They were, Pierre just they were good. They just were, they weren't right. Ah, uh, <laughs> so they're crunchy. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. No, uh, no, not crunchy. I put too many red chili peppers in it. It was just a little bit too much kick and not enough of the sweet mm. I was looking for. And this was three years ago. I haven't yeah. screwed up potato sense, <laughs> but. But Still they haven't let you forget it either, right? Nope. nope. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the only one that brings it up. He's I'm the, the only, only one that brings it up. It, yeah. it almost sounds like you were describing Ian and Alan there. But the sweet and sweet, spicy? But, but a little bit of a kick. <laughs> yeah. no, they weren't kind sweet mushy, enough. They were yeah. kind of kicking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried chloroform? <laughs> they kick less. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, I definitely agree. Good thing with you hit that here. explicit one at the beginning. Is, you know, yeah, I, I haven't ago. hit it yet. I haven't hit it yet, but I will be hitting it. Yep. <laughs> oh, definitely now. <laughs> I do agree with you, Eric. To uh, find a hobby, find mm -hmm. something yeah. to stop doing your main focus and get out and do something yep. different. And yes, yep. if it happens to involve uh, or be around the, the preparedness world, great. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've I've cracked the spine on that ham radio book six times, I haven't yet got past chapter two, but hey. it's it, it I'm working slowly through the book. It gets better in chapter three. Oh, good! Something Ooh. to look forward to. <laughs> Tune in next week for Friday. <laughs> I got to chapter two and a half. <laughs> lies, all lies. <laughs> Right. I'm hoping. I'm very much hoping to have that. Hopefully by you know December thirty first, twenty three, is to to have that. Um, even if I don't take a course, just to go through that book. And I already bookmarked the uh, the test generator, the questions generator thingy. And uh, as I'm going through the book, start going through some of those tests and whatever answer I can, whatever question I can answer. Try to do it and just keep going through it, going through it, going through it, going through it, going through it. Best way to do it. Figured, yeah. why not? Yeah. And I, some way to some way to get I a hold would, of everybody, even when the times are good. Yeah. Some way to still get a hold of somebody that uh, is different than the norm. Why not? So. And I would even throw in a little side thing to what Eric was just saying of fighting a hobby related to preparedness, as. He does the ham radio. It gets him out of the house. Not that he doesn't go out of the house, but even if you find a hobby that you assign time once a week, once every two, three days, even if it's not related to preparedness, might actually even be better than it being related to preparedness to give you that guaranteed break yep. once a week. Right? Like if you're into ham radio and that gets you out of the house and like you want to do you know, 100% all the time, you know, dingleberries to the wall all the time, find something related. But if you're a person that like 
needs that break from time to time, finding a hobby away from that preparedness can be your giant, you know, to avoid burnout, you know, doing this twice a week for an hour, two hours, whatever, can really cut down on that giant burnout that too many people get because they're so focused on like, no, I got to be, you know, 100% ready for the zombie apocalypse, the world meltdown, the economic crash, um, random weather know, balloons. Start, yeah, weather balloons, flying um, the UFOs, uh, the gasifier <laughs> that Scott built going haywire and coming through my house and exploding half of my house because I have propane in the house. Uh, Collecting my, enough you know, trampolines like, for the asteroids. Yeah, and then, you know, like, so I'm going to put a trampoline in my basement so that if that happens, I can send it back to that asshole. Um, you know, like, you know, but like, even finding something completely separate away from preparedness yeah. may not be a bad thing. You know, no. you don't have to have everything. But if you've got something that you take two hours, once, twice a week, mm-hmm. away from all your preparedness, uh, go play, you know, find find a softball yeah. team around you if if you're into anything or just go watch a movie you know go out for supper with friends that are not into preparedness yep right completely not up for it and have a conversation not related around to it can give you a giant mm-hmm. upper hand and hopefully you know prevent this burnout from going down way too many rabbit holes yep. would See, be Pierre's Pierre's got a good hobby he makes t-shirts. Yes. They're fantastic too. Yes. Don't, don't do it. buddy. <laughs> you know what though? So it's surprising up until about we started making t-shirts. Like I hadn't bought a t-shirt. And like, like I still have t-shirts from when I was in eighth grade. Yes. Mel. <laughs> like, I, I still 100% have, them. I have had, I've made myself and Mel more t-shirts in the last year like i have a giant stack of like inappropriate t-shirts <laughs> that i'm like some of them are not inappropriate enough that i'm like i want to make more to go out in public and offend more people and have a hopefully have a confrontation and have a conversation i mean it probably won't go well for them but that's beside the point um but you know i'm like yeah and i'm like that's the thing like we'll sit down and i'm like it has nothing to do with it someone will message and be like hey i want you know six t-shirts that say this but i want to design and i'm like you know Mel, okay. mel's done most of it but i mean i'll take some credit for it because <laughs> like we're together that's about it <laughs> but you know but something like i am not tech savvy at all like i've I, how many, i'm sure you guys have seen it like how many times have i been like hey this won't work oh right click then open oh thanks you know mm-hmm. something that most people would figure but i'm like you know me doing the podcast on the nights that I do, I'm like, you know, subjects that I'm not entirely good with. And I'm like, I'm really crappy at people. It gets me away from the normal crappy life that, you know, most people may have. So find yourself a podcast to be on. That's my recommendation. Come join us. deal with less people. Come join us. Yeah. Awesome. Well, anybody on the panel have anything else to add to uh, to our list of stuff? It's, that all depends how much time you got. Yeah. <laughs> I've technically got all night. 
do what you can. Start small <laughs> if you're just getting into it. Yeah. Yep. Don't burn yourself out. Don't try to prepare for everything or just one yep. thing all at once. Yep. Spread it out a bit. A variety of things is is probably better than just one thing. Yep. Yeah, you know, yep. we we harp on Scott about uh, oh. we harp we harp on Scott about doing the uh, the gasifier things, yep. and we know that he prepares for more than just that. Just as something nice to harp on. Don't for. be nice to him. He bailed on us tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just like you, Eric, you know, you're the you're the comms guy, but yet yeah. you have your own preparedness company. You're prepared for a yeah. lot of stuff. It's true. That's because he gets discounts on ham stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that could be part of it, absolutely. But maybe, maybe not. Start small, be comfortable, yeah. don't break the mm -hmm. bank. Get out yeah. there and explore and, and take a break when needed. Yep. Yeah. Exactly it. Well, with that, should we move into the podcast challenge? So for tonight's episode is pretty simple. Just check in with yourself and uh, folks in your prepper community. If, uh, if you're part of a community of some sort, just make sure you're on track and not burning yourself out. So just go over some uh, tips and tricks that we've given you in this episode and just do a quick check-in. Uh, upcoming events. You want to run with it, Jeff? Sure. So we have the, uh, I just got to find my, where I am here on the page. The annual preppers meet is going on in Desboro, Ontario. Uh, the weekend of July 6th to 9th. Um, I don't have a link or there isn't a link in there yet to the website. We'll, we'll get one and get it posted up there. Um, but uh, it's, I haven't been, I want to go. I know a couple of the other panelists uh, also really want to go uh, just to not 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 to say we've done it, but to see what what else is out there and what other people's ideas, thoughts, processes, that kind of stuff are, and be in a a, a big group of like minded people for a couple of days. I'm quite sure these the stories and ideas you'd get would be limitless. It is a fantastic gathering. I've gone for many many years now, and it's uh, yeah. Like Jeff described there, it's a group of like-minded individuals. Everybody is more than willing to share their knowledge and experience with others. They've got a range of people there from just started their preparedness journey to been doing it for decades. And everybody's just friendly and willing to uh, share their knowledge and experience with everybody else. And it's it's been fun to watch it grow over the years from a small little group to bigger and bigger and bigger and it's just getting bigger as uh, as the years go on but it's been uh, it's it's a great uh, great event to get out to so if you get the opportunity to uh, definitely suggest it do you happen to know how many years it has gone on for now uh, it's got to be let's see how long have i been running the business for i've been doing rapid survival since what 2014 and we had just been going around sure. then yeah so, ten, almost 10 years yeah good yeah, so it's been good. So should I wait for ten? Is there extra like free prizes? <laughs> Is that gonna only make it? I can't can't tell you. That would give away the surprise. We'll talk after the show. Yeah. After no, we, we stop won't. recording. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got a weather blurb there, Jeff? Sure. So it's it's funny that. Uh, what I had put in the beginning of my blurb sort of ties in with what we talked about with 
you know, not, not so much misinformation, but, um, you know, I'll, I'll say this, you, weather is very hard to forecast, believe it or not, even with all these supercomputers and, you know, looking at all the models and past histories and all that, uh, there are times that things just don't happen as they're planned or you think they're going to happen. Uh, the severe out storm outbreak I forecasted last weekend uh, that was going to happen in the middle of this week for the most part failed to materialize. Uh, there were several severe thunderstorms. There was a couple tornadoes, but the large outbreak that pretty well everybody was banking on didn't happen. Uh, and we're, we're still not sure why. All the parameters were present. Uh, a lot of storms showed rotation and then just died out. I know some people think that uh, all it is is fear-mongering. We're, we're scaring everybody. We're, we're presenting the worst-case scenario all the time. That's not the case. What I'm trying to do is present what I think is the most logical scenario. So if it happens, you're prepared. And if it doesn't happen, well, then you know what? Actually, that's a great thing. The fact that a tornado didn't wipe out your town is a good thing, believe it or not. So, yep. you know, don't bitch. Be happy about it. Um, so, so that being said, uh, I am watching the development of a, what I would say a long-term, uh, it's about probably three days in length of a, uh, a potent storm that's going to basically spread all across, uh, the upper U S and, uh, central Canada, basically all the way from the West coast to the East coast, starting sometime Tuesday and ending Thursday, um, Things are still developing. The forecast could change, but right now there's a good potential for this to be a fairly serious ice storm uh, into the northern states and southern Ontario. I'm looking at big, big target cities like Chicago, Detroit, Buffalo, Windsor, Chatham. Those kind of places are have the potential to see a lot of ice. Uh, again, this is temperature dependent. So a shift of a few kilometers in the storm center can decide whether you're getting ice or snow. Uh, as I mentioned in the last podcast, the polar vortex has broken up and the cold air is expanding into Canada and the upper U.S. Uh, the Plain States and Western Canada will see uh, pretty cold temperatures and uh, some significant wind chills for this week. Uh, there's also the possibility of heavy snow around the BC-Alberta border. Uh, some places, uh, Calgary, uh, I believe Lethbridge, those places are saying they could get somewhere around 30 centimeters of snow in the next couple of days on top of what's coming with the other storm. So uh, I did throw a link in there uh, just from AccuWeather talking about this potential for that storm. Um, again, I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm not trying to, to fear monger. I'm just trying, like I said, to give you the best logical information that I can and you do with it what you want. Awesome. Hey. I, uh, I think I'll do uh, the best I can with that and definitely rotate some gas earlier this week and start my generator and make sure my snowblower is going to run. Just lessons learned. Lessons learned. <laughs> Absolutely. All Absolutely. right. Deal of the week. I know this is going to be a shocker, but uh, Princess Auto, again, has got a pretty good deal going. Uh, 800 uh, portable jump starters. So it's a regular uh, $89.99. It's on sale for $54.99. So it's one of those little portable uh, booster packs that you can uh, boost the car with. So they're worth their weight in gold. 
at a decent I price. Have, I have two of the uh, Noco ones from yep. Canadian Tire. That's what I carry. And I got Fantastic. one in the wife's car and one in my car. And I'm just looking at this one now. I'm wanting to know if, uh, how is it, uh, uh, recharge and if it's got like a USB on it. Um, yeah, no, the, it's got reviews. The reviews are very good on it. They're all very recent. Um, I, I'm going to do a little bit more digging for that price. Um, yeah. I think your mic might be moved there, Pierre. Yeah. Hard to hear you. Oh, yeah. There, there you go. Look at that. Yeah, I was coughing earlier, so I moved it out of the way. Um, <laughs> from the reviews, it looks like uh, definitely worth inquiring. And I mean, for the extra funds, if they're available, well worth trying it out. And then at least you can relay that info saying avoid this or this is the best thing since sliced bread. Keep an eye on for the next sale. Yep. I think I'm awesome. going to do that, uh, that second part is go and, uh, go and look at one. Yep. I, have yeah, to, why not? I have to go just down the street from there on Tuesday. So I might stop in Ooh. there first and then go to Montreal. Ah, ah. very nice. But yeah. you could also stop in Montreal because you're on the Princess Otto loves tea. Oh, may we? Man, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where but, they are. <laughs> but, Tu payes extra en taxes aussi parce que les autres taxes 15%, nous autres c'est 13%. Donc, sauve un petit peu la jette ici. Ok, so where is the mute button? <laughs> no, no, where is the mute button? <laughs> but? Ah, ben, je porte des bottes de temps en temps pendant l'hiver. Oh boy, here we go. Here we go. Uh, anybody have any shoutouts besides Pierre who is speaking another language? <laughs> Ben, j'ai une idée pour toi. Non, non. <laughs> All right. So uh, we did have one email hit the inbox here. So I'll uh, give it a read. Uh, it just says, hey, guys, I just got finished listening to your NVIS episode. Uh, great stuff. I'm an operator slash prepper from central Minnesota and uh, more than willing to help uh, set up a, a predetermined HF comms exercise with you guys. Uh, recently been getting the ball rolling in uh, parks on the air when I can. I have a Yesu FT991A, ICOM 718, Yesu 857D, Zygu X6100, uh, Chameleon MPAS 2.0, uh, 40 meter end fed half wave uh, for 100 watts, 80 meter off center fed, and a micro uh, 40 meter end fed half wave for a QRP. It's a lot of equipment. Lots of money. <laughs> Yes, that's was, that's a nice stock of equipment. Could, I was hoping somebody could uh, dissect that and and, and translate radio yeah, so, normal. Because to me, it sounds like he's got a bunch of microwaves. Well, I just figured I'd speak <laughs> another language as well. Just hey, why not? Oh, yeah, right, right. So touche, bon monsieur. Yeah, Bien uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> so uh, yeah, some of the stuff he's talking about here, uh, like the Yesu FT nine one one A, is pretty popular uh, ham radio in uh, the, the prepper world and just in general at the ham radio world. Uh, it's a, it's an all mode uh, base station, but it's fairly portable, so you can take it on the parks there if you want. Uh, the ICOM again is a pretty big known name brand for uh, for radios. The A57D is probably a little bit more portable. The X6100 is absolutely portable. That's a small little radio I take with me when I go uh, do parks on the air. 
um, chameleons and M, uh, the chameleon empaths is an antenna. A couple other things that he's mentioned are antennas as well. Uh, nice. QRP is just low low power. Somebody says uh, QRP. It's usually generally ten watts and under. Uh, and right. yeah, it just sounds like he's got some good uh, some good equipment. He goes, uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, I also dabble in some digital HF, uh, Vera, Winlink, uh, Vera AC, uh, to name a couple uh, that we could work. Thanks for considering, and he just signs it off, Kirk. So that's um, so for a couple of those things he's talking about, uh, Vera, Winlink. Uh, so we've talked about Winlink a few times on uh, on the show. It's uh, email that you can get over HF um, radio. Uh, Vera AC is a fairly newer uh, mode. It's digital. Uh, but it's basically like text chat. So you, uh, you can talk to another ham radio operator using your computer and your HF, um, uh, your HF rig. Uh, the first contact I made using uh, Vera AC was in Sweden, just fired it up. And that's the first person I talked to. And that's literally just with the rig sitting right here in front of me and a wire out in the backyard. So it's, a, it's a fun little, uh, mode to play around with. So we could maybe work that into some of our stuff as well. So, uh, nice. yeah. It's, uh, he's got a nice setup, some good solid equipment there, and sounds like you got some good antennas. So I will uh, I'll keep you in the loop for when we start doing some uh, NVIS uh, contacts. So we got one more in the uh, in the pool of people that want to do it. So uh, like I said, keep uh, keep an eye on the uh, the Discord if you're in there, and anybody else that's listening, if you want to uh, start participating in uh, this little net that we're going to try to get together, I'll put some updates out in the Discord when we uh, when we do get it going. Um, I can send emails out as well, but it, was that like? Does it have to be legally? Well, yes. This is a public <laughs> show. <laughs> we'll talk off air. <laughs> okay, still has to be legal. So, Eric, yeah, do you I know don't. of anybody up this way where Pierre and I are that is on hams that we can get in contact with? Uh, there's one in Armprior. I don't know if that's a little well, bit of a not hike. that far away. Not crazy far, as long as I don't have to deal with traffic. Yeah, fair enough. We'll you don't when you're doing ham radio. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah we had uh, when we did uh, NVIS tests in the the summer. We had one listener out that way hop on and uh, and communicate with us. So um, they're in the Discord. So yeah, so if you with are, the, send yeah. let us know because yeah. we're out east of Armprior and uh, very curious how it works. Because I suck at reading books and I want to do it, but <laughs> I got to read the book, which yeah. is not my forte. If you do have a certified operator, then it is legal for you to transmit as long as they are overseeing your activities. Ooh, so there you that go. sounds kinky. Uh, it does. <laughs> there you go. That's for Monday nights. <laughs> uh, so before things get a little bit too crazy and i have to check more boxes than just the explicit one um, i'll bring episode number 195 and actually 195 uh, of the canadian prepper podcast to an end uh, you can find the podcast on itunes podbean spotify or of course your favorite podcast app uh, please help us out submit a review it does help other people find us and we record these shows live on Facebook and YouTube. If you want an early peek at the shows, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, Canadian Prepper Podcast, and click the notifications tab. That gives you an alert when we are going live. Uh, you can contact me at feedback at prepperpodcast.ca, or I am frequently on the Discord. Anybody wants to uh, reach out, batbradcpp at gmail.com. 
Um, if you want to get a hold of me to find uh, weird and appropriate t-shirts or customized ones, um, all of the socialist medias you can find off the wall customizing. If we're not on one, uh, send an email off the wall customizing at Gmail. Mel will figure out how to get us on that socialist ones. Um, you can also find me on the other CPP on Monday nights, uh, where I talk about uh, why your, your I critique, critique of the government. government. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I, I was like, my mind's going a little. Talk about, huh? No, no, I knew, but I was just like, before you got to check off another box or delete that. <laughs> no, I'm going with you. Forgot. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I'm good with that too. Ask <laughs> questions later. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh. <laughs> right. uh, check out Rapid Survival at rapidsurvival.com. You can get me there on the live chat. Uh, you can also email me at uh, feedback at prepperpodcast.ca. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Until next time, be prepared, stay safe, and keep learning.